welcome to the Nourishing Nuggets podcast. I am so excited to have you here today. I'm your host and friendly neighborhood dietitian, Taveen Verano. If you struggle with nutrition confusion and all the noise out there in the wellness space, I'm here to simplify it for you. As a registered dietitian, I'll teach you how to build a healthier routine by adding nourishing food to your plate, rejecting that deprivation mentality, using simple nutrition science to empower you, and creating powerful mindset shifts to inspire you. Instead of living in that all or nothing mindset, which let's be honest, leaves us mostly in the nothing zone, let's start making moves in a sustainable, joyful, and freeing way, one nugget at a time. So grab some coffee and let's dig into today's nugget. Hello everyone, welcome back to today's episode. Today we are going to talk all about vegetables and the different types of vegetables, how they are classified and how to kind of break this down so you can better understand what these foods do to our bodies and for our bodies. So there are two types of vegetables essentially and they are non-starchy vegetables and starchy vegetables. And it can be kind of confusing because they are both carbohydrates technically. Vegetables are technically categorized as carbohydrates, as are fruits. Now there's grain-based carbohydrates, which are like rice and oats and quinoa, and then there's vegetable carbohydrates and fruit carbohydrates. All that means is that when you look at the nutrition facts, they they have carbohydrates in them. So some vegetables have one or two grams of carbs, and some vegetables have 20 to 30 grams of carbs. So that's kind of how we categorize whether or not they are starchy vegetables and non-starchy vegetables. And both of them can be a part of a very healthy and nourishing diet once you are empowered with the knowledge of what they do and how they act in your body. So non-starchy vegetables are basically greens, cucumbers, zucchini, eggplants, carrots, broccoli, cauliflower, etc. They have lower carbohydrate counts. So basically, you know, two to three carbs per serving. They are full of fiber and they are basically unlimited with any client that I work with, or, you know, I have my two week kickstart guide where I give you a two week meal plan in that. I believe that's in the show notes below. Vegetables are basically unlimited. These non-starchy vegetables, you can eat them any time of day, you can add them, add a salad to every meal, whatever it is, they are non-starchy. They are very low in calories and carbs, and they're very high in their nutrient density. Nutrient density is basically how much nutrition, how many healthy components we are getting in a food related to the calories in the food. So non-starchy vegetables are very high in their nutrient density, which is why they should be a part of every single meal if you can, your snacks, things like that. And that's why I'm a very big proponent of eating unlimited vegetables, especially if you are new to the concept of addition nutrition that I coach my clients on about adding healthy food to your plate, adding vegetables to each meal is going to help you feel more of that abundance mentality. And even though they are low in calories, they are very high in water content and fiber, which means that they're still going to fill you up. They're still going to fill up your stomach and signal to your brain that you are full from your meal. So they are a great thing to add to your meals. Not, uh, starchy vegetables are things like potatoes, corn, peas. They have benefits, but it's also good to know that they are actually mostly very high in carbohydrates and they act almost like a slice of bread or a bagel in your body as far as blood sugar response. Now, sweet potatoes have so many benefits, right? So much much nutrition in a sweet potato. Corn even has benefits. Peas have nutritional benefits, but there is just important to know that, for example, I saw this and I always think about it, so I always use this example. If you are having like a vegetarian bowl or a vegan bowl, um, I saw someone having corn, 
black beans, rice, and quinoa and sweet potatoes in her bowl. All of those ingredients in a very big bowl. And that is basically a very, very high carbohydrate meal. All that means is that you have to balance that out with some protein and some vegetables and some healthy fats because you are mostly eating carbohydrates. If you are having corn and potatoes and peas all on your plate at once, you might feel sluggish afterwards. You might feel stuffed but not satisfied. I always talk about how protein satisfies us. We can feel stuffed after a meal but having good quality animal protein will make you feel more satisfied after a meal. And so that's almost like five or six servings of carbohydrates on your plate, right? And so all this means is that I want you to feel empowered with your food choices. So when you are having, you know, rice and potatoes on your plate, maybe then add some steak or some chicken with some non-starchy vegetables, like some leafy greens or some roasted broccoli or cauliflower. It's just about being empowered with your nutrition strategies. This is literally what I do with my clients when we are building their meals, when we are brainstorming, what their meal plan is going to be for the week. How can we incorporate protein, carbs, veggies, and healthy fats into your meals? And that's why I kind of categorize the non-starchy vegetables as a different category. And as far as the carbs on the plate, that's when I include the potatoes and the corn and the peas and those types of starchy vegetables, because they essentially act like a grainy carbohydrate. Now, again, this doesn't mean they are bad. They are very good for you. They're actually starchy vegetables is the best way to get a carbohydrate in. If you need something high carb, maybe you went on a run, maybe you're lifting weights, maybe you're, you know, trying to stay full with your meals. A sweet potato is a great option as your the carbohydrate on your plate. I just want you to be aware that if you are having some quinoa and some black beans and some sweet potatoes and some corn on your plate, maybe it's time to kind of you know, lower the portions of those foods and add more of like that high quality protein, some leafy greens, some cucumbers, some zucchini, some of that non-starchy vegetable onto your plate as well so that the meal balances your blood sugar. We are all about balancing our blood sugar. Blood sugar spikes are not bad. Our, our bodies are meant to have blood sugar spikes so that we survive, but we just don't want those extreme rises and falls and rises and falls like a roller coaster. We want a very steady blood sugar response and making sure that your plate has a balance of these macronutrients will help with that. And so I hope that this clarifies a little bit more about the differences between non-starchy vegetables and starchy vegetables, how all vegetables, all fruits are, are still carbohydrates technically because they have carbohydrates in them, but they do amazing things for our bodies. They're incredibly nourishing and healthy. It's just knowing how to incorporate them into your day and onto your plate. So I hope that's was helpful and I will chat with you guys next time. Bye friends. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. If you got a nugget of inspiration and are ready to take action, it would mean so much to me if you left me a five-star rating and a review so others can also find this podcast. You can also share this episode on Instagram or with a friend you think would enjoy it. It helps the show more than you know, and I really appreciate your support and encouragement. I can't wait to chat again and go over our next nourishing nugget together. Bye friends. Bye friends.